0: teenage champions G-Force guardians of space fighting for good over evil fighting to defend planet Earth from deadly enemies from space Ace Goodhart leader of the team strong vigilant fearless as a hawk guarding the four young agents under his command Dirk Goering second in command a crack marksman with the eye of an eagle at nerves of steel Agatha June flies like a dove strikes like a falcon a match for the strongest on the team. Poodle, hoodie to his friends, wisecracking navigator who flies the amazing rocket ship Phoenix and laughs at danger. Peewee, small and bold as a Merlin, the tiniest hawk of them all. These are the adventures of G-Force, five secret agents trained to fly like birds. G-Force, guardians of space. Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Deckcast, a tokusatsu and pop culture around tokusatsu rewatch podcast. I am not your usual host, I am Editor Fletcher, and with everyone sourcing the next series they're going to cover soon, we're going to get into a little bit of history on the franchise that it is involved in, Gatchaman, or Science Ninja Team Gatchaman. It's an interesting one because in the US, it never really went away to the point that it seemed much more ubiquitous than it was, but it really only had three shows until the late 90s. It just kept getting adapted and readapted and remixed and redubbed here for 20 years. So if you're unfamiliar, uh, Gatchaman was an animated series that debuted in October 72 and put in perspective how quickly this came along after what would become, you know, the Henshin boom with transforming heroes, usually in Tokusatsu. Kamen Rider debuted in 71. Gatchaman was on the air through 72 through 74. Super Sentai, the big thing that really marked out what would become the Power Rangers and similar teams later, was 75. So this was all done before they even hit the airwaves. And the show was about five teenaged fighters who all took on bird-like costumes to fight off an alien invader and grapple with stories about technology run awry and conservation of Earth and its resources. Imagine if the Captain Planet kids clad themselves in armor of their element instead of asking Whoopi Goldberg to call her boss every week. So, by 78, the original heavily edited U.S. adaptation had come out, Battle of the Planets. But it was airing pretty consistently throughout the decades because it would get... Another take at localization called G-Force, being a syndication under the Turner Broadcasting label. And later on, there were attempts to combine the two, which created an incredibly failed push as Battle of the Planets, the New Adventures of G-Force. It had a bunch of announcements made. They were thinking they would turn the old series into a bunch of compilation movies, and then they were going to redub it, and it might have been less censored. It might have been just reworked. It might have been done comedically. It might have been faithful, and it never happened. We did not even get a full run of G-Force until the mid-'90s when Cartoon Network, which you might realize is a Turner Broadcasting Station, finally aired it in full because no syndicated pickup ever did the full run. So in the mid-2000s, an uncensored, newly recorded English dub arrived under the original name, Gatchamon, and is still in print to this day, albeit under a different company than that original release. So if you want, you can still see it, you can still buy it. I think it's streaming. I'm unsure of that at this time. And if you've seen, uh, Alex Ross has a giant heart on for this series, and he did a beautiful painted cover that I believe is still the box set uh, appearance on it, because he was a giant fan of Battle of the Planets. Less available, and definitely not unaltered, are the 270 sequels, which, again, the only things we got until the 90s from this franchise. Gatchaman 2 and Gatchaman Fighters, which have only appeared in English as a Saban Entertainment bastardization in the 90s, called Eagle Riders. They they robotecked it. Which is not inaccurate, given that Harmony Gold did at least one dub of this franchise, and the rights have reverted. Um. So given how much of an impact this had in the U.S., and internationally. Other countries got this, but I wasn't going to hunt down 17 different localizations and efigs. uh You'd probably expect, I'm going to say, this is a wild smash that never left the airwaves in Japan as well, but no, Tatsunoko didn't really succeed in doing anything with it after the 70s, and the only finished release was a three-episode OVA in the late 90s that was quite apocalyptic and went nowhere. A year later, Tatsunoko started trying to revamp some of their 60s and 70s properties, but the first one of these was Mach-Go-Go-Go 97. If you don't know, that was the original name of Speed Racer. Mach-Go-Go-Go, not the the 97 part. But it bombed so badly that the announced Gatchaman 98 was cancelled on the spot. To put into perspective how that happens... Uh, By the end of Mach 97, the Mach 5 could now time travel, and the last third of the show was trying to stop an alien from conquering time. The whole thing also got wrapped up in a lawsuit in the U.S. with the dying embers of Deke Entertainment, and it, I don't think to this day, has ever been localized here in full. So... In 2011, the series would return in anything more than the vaguest form. There were a couple of ad campaigns throughout the 2000s, which a few people suspect were trying to breed a love and bring back the franchise. But uh, these are so lost that the biggest one we know about is a cable company? Satellite company? I'm, I'm not sure specifically, it's a little outside my reach to distinguish this based on how lost all of this media is, that ran ads involving a boy band portraying the team in live action. And apparently if you signed up for a new subscription based on this campaign, you got a light novel that nobody has archived. So whether or not this went out is kind of up in the air. People claim it did, but they threw it out or it was so incredibly useless. Anyway, that's... that happened. But 2011 brought 200 little Flash animated shorts called Good Morning Ninja Team Gacha Man," And it was part of a Nippon TV morning show. And a little after this, we got the modern successor and the entire reason this episode exists with our hosts about to cover it soon. Gachaman crowds. Incidentally, just to tie us back to actual live-action tokusatsu, later in 2013, a Japanese film answered the question, what if the Gatchaman team looked like Mega Man X extras, and it took the franchise full Power Rangers, with everyone on the team being some of the few survivors of an alien-ravaged Earth who could use special stones to transform into bird warriors. This was real. There's also a threat of an upcoming U.S. adaptation under the Battle of the Planet's name again, but like anything involving Western studios taking on Japanese properties, I will believe it when it hits the screen. We are ten different American Akira's past me ever believing one of these things based on announcement alone. Especially in a year ravaged by the entertainment industry slitting throats over COVID. And with that, I'm going to leave off here because our hosts will come back in a week or two. I don't think we know which one of the shows is going to be covered next week just yet. With more on Gotcha Man crowds, because this time we let Chris pick the show. See you around, folks.